What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm very excited. We have a very dynamic guest. She is originally from Argentina. She's an immigrant business and entrepreneur. She is also a professional artist for most of her life and and a podcast host. So she's part of the community here. Uh, her, her podcast name is Lala Tropolis. Pardon? Loop Tropolis. Loop Tropolis. Okay, I was close. And her business name is Ali Loop. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please welcome Alejandra Libovich. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Yay. Woo. Welcome, Alejandra. Very excited to have you here today. I, your bio, you've done some amazing things. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, my name is Alejandra Libovich. I am an immigrant um, business owner and artist. Um, I uh, been a professional artist since I was the age 15 when I started working. And then about 10, 12 years ago, I went to uh, real life business school. Um, I have real experience uh, on starting from scratch and growing an eight figure business from growing, going from zero to more than 100 employees and replacing myself uh, twice, the first time wrong, the second time right, at the same time of working with my husband, doing in vitro, and having a kid. (laughs) Wow, you're my hero. You're totally my hero. I love that. And I have so many questions. I mean, you know what, I, I, you are a great example of what women are capable of. You know, we are able to have all these different, I believe that a, a, a wife, a life well lived is a life where you have like all those different pillars in your life. You are able to accomplish all of them, you know, your family, your career, love, all that stuff. And I, and I love that. So we, we need to talk a little bit more about that. So being an artist and also being a successful entrepreneur, entrepreneur is not very common, I find. Because I do talk to a lot of different artists, and that's a struggle for because you're using two almost two different sides of your brain, and the creative side can sometimes get like pushed down because of the the business side. So how how are you able to to keep those two separate and successful? Well, to me, I use my creative power for business. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, for me designing the systems of the business, how the business works, how the business is going to grow, uh, or designing all the technology, the software that um, that I've been doing for the past 10 years for my company, uh, I find it as satisfying as painting or drawing. There is one thing that I'm doing new since I replaced myself fully that it doesn't, it doesn't have the same amount of fun, which is writing. Writing is way more fun than designing anything else. Uh, but for for business, I use all of my creativity. I take I always take things from different places and apply it to something else. For example, one of the things that when the business got to a point where I had a team, and I wasn't fully all the time working on the everyday, 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 which you go through that yeah. through that period of time. When I got out of that, I did something that I've been wanted, I had been wanting to do for many years, which was to study physics. I know an artist, physics, how is this possible? 
but it's actually super cool. I'm using it for a, a sci-fi fantasy novel that I'm working on right now, uh, all of my learnings of physics. But what I discovered is that physics and the natural laws of how the world works, they work on anything. They work on everything. So I also use the laws of physics to run the business, to create the systems, to create my software, to create the stories that I'm telling. I translate, they, they not only work in the physical world for, world for science, they also worked on every, work on everything else. Yeah. So I, I use them and I find that a very creative process. Interesting. You are fascinating and very, very intelligent. My gosh, I love it. Uh, I, I don't know. See, I was always very smart when, when it came to math. And I know physics is kind of like as you go through the go through different stages of learning math and you get more, you know, you're capable of learning more and more. Isn't that physics? You kind of get into physics a little bit or is that more science? Well, the, the science part, the math part, I am terrible in math. I mean, if I studied math, maybe I would be good. I have no idea, but I have no interest in doing that. So, no, but I use my developers for that. Like all the programmers, they are fantastic in math. Um, I don't use the, the, the formulas of, the, of physics. I okay. use concepts of concepts. physics. Okay. Yeah. Right, of how the world works, of how a seed can be planted and grow in this environment, but it doesn't do it in this other environment. How the weather works, how how we grow, how, um, for example, everything in the world, they, we, we grow and we move forward because of entropy, which is the second law of thermodynamics. And I use entropy for everything. I use entropy for hiring. <laughs> I use entropy for my marketing. I use entropy to run, to create the systems and the software that I did. I know how the law works and it works on the whole universe. So I use it also for, <laughs> so, for what I'm doing. I, I find this fascinating. I just I love it. I've never had this conversation before and I talk to a lot of very intelligent people. So how would that apply? Let's just say to, for your hiring process. So if any, I mean, I have a lot of business owners, you know, entrepreneurs that, that listen and watch, and this could help them possibly if they applied that list mm -hmm. to their business. So how would, how would you apply a, phys a physics concept to your hiring? The hiring. So there is high entropy and low entropy, right? And entropy, there are multiple definitions depending on what is it applied to because it applies to a lot of areas. There is uh, for, in some areas, um, it is applied as the amount of order or disorder that there is in a system, right? Okay, yeah. There is also in, in, in multiple other areas, um, for example, if you had a, you had five light bulbs, right? And um, if you were gonna do high entropy, you will give a little bit of power to each of these light bulbs. Okay. And if you go low entropy, you will give all the power to one light bulb and that will be the brightest. But the world works, doesn't work in low entropy so much. Right. It works in high entropy. So in high, there is more entropy every second that there was the second before. And the, because the, the universe is constantly expanding yeah. and that part of is happening because of entropy. So there is um, in the universe, you, 
the universe naturally gives a little bit of power to each of those light bulbs and they are all dim, right? Yeah. So that is why uh, kind of we want to keep moving forward and we have ambitions and we want to grow and we want to do things. So entropy on hiring, what, what, what I do is one, I use low entropy on the, the, the very specific and the systems that I use to create the job description, the software I use to create the job description, and what type of people, the person I'm looking for, right? That is going to match that job description. We use something called predictive index, which is freaking amazing. And uh, with that, we create um, that job description. Then we use high entropy to put it everywhere, right? So yeah. the most amount of people are going to see it. So then they have to take an assessment. If they match in this, there are two assessments that they take to see if they match with that particular job description. And this is all based on science. Yeah. And then what I do is, okay, we, we put high entropy, we, we put it everywhere so we can get the most amount of value. Then they are going to be, you know, weeded down. And then we are going to try and we are may, we are probably going to hire multiple of them, not just one. Sure. And we are going to just let them be. Because entropy is the everything in the universe is going towards what in science, what in, what in physics is called equilibrium. But equilibrium is not what you see, what we normally think as equilibrium. Right. Equilibrium is what the most natural state of that thing where it naturally wants to go and we are all naturally wanting to go somewhere so we let the employee in their natural environment we barely manage them at the beginning in those first 90 days and see what they naturally do right because then the management that you need is much, much, much lower if you, if you don't micromanage at all. And if you let them just do, kind yeah. of leave them alone. Let's see what this person, this person naturally does. And it works really well because after you just let them do what they do, right? Yeah. And we have, we have, when we hired, we hired because of the personality and if, if it matches the culture of the company. And then they might, might end up changing jobs. Right. There are people that had had that have been with us for a long time and they change jobs, they grow, they, they say, okay, now I'm ready to do this other thing because I'm moving towards that. So then, okay, let's open that opportunity for that person. And then we, again, we let them do what they naturally do. And then you have very little management to do with, the hire, with that hire, right? right. Yeah. Because you just let them be. Hey guys, Deanna here. I'm taking a quick break to share an exciting opportunity with you. I have recently partnered with Scotsman. They have created a crowdfunding campaign building 3D printed electric scooters that make transportation smart, elegant, and sustainable. It runs on energy efficient batteries that double as USB-C power banks. And they're swappable too, so you can replace your battery and keep your scooter. Check out their crowdfunding page down below Hurry and sign up now to take advantage of their early bird prices, 50% off. It has a built-in camera, GPS, live maps, and an automatic lock. So hurry up now, get in on this, go to my special link below, 50% off, and be a part of this really cool campaign. You won't be disappointed. 
I love that. And that makes total sense. I, I know that I've been in positions where I was micromanaged and it really hindered me from doing the best job that I could do because you, when you're being micromanaged, you're, you feel like, you almost feel like you're kind of in a box, you know, and I've had, and I've had positions where I was, I had a manager who's completely hands off and I killed it. I was, you know, I was a superstar and it was, and I, and I, and I think that's great. And you can actually see how quickly people are able to grow and how you said, how the universe is constantly expanding. So their equilibrium is constantly growing if you're allowing them to grow in that natural state. So yeah. that's, that's some really deep stuff. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, right. We're getting into that good juicy stuff that early. Yes, it's 9.30 in the morning, you guys, on a Thursday. So we are on a roll. Um, so actually, I just really want to comment really quick. All these pictures and those that are just listening, tuning in on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. She's got some really fantastic pictures behind her. Are, did you paint those? Yes. Those are all, uh, they are works in progress in different stages. Uh -huh. Those are my, my cartoon characters. Uh, oh, wow. Very cool. Very pretty. Very bright, colorful. I Just awesome, really cool pictures. I love it. Um, I kind of want to just touch on something as a woman myself and, you know, so I was married, my husband passed away five years ago and mm -hmm. you know what, thank you. He's in a much better place. He was suffering for a very long time, very sick and, you know, being turning into a caretaker when you're, when you're married is, is a very difficult thing to go through. Um, but I did towards the end, I was trying to keep, give him hope. And I, I started the IVF process cause I still wanted kids and I'm still hopeful Fingers crossed. I'm in love. I'm engaged. I'm, I'm, you know, we're taught, we want children. So I'm so hopeful, but I was managing all of our businesses. I was his caretaker and I was trying to take care of myself because like I had, I was everybody, everything fell on me. And so I know what that was like going through that process. And so for you, you know, having these businesses being so successful, being a creative force in, in the universe and all this stuff, how was that for you going through the IVF process to start a family? Oh man, um, I had, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I built I build a team so I could do it because they are, um, it is pretty intense. They are different periods and um, there are two, three weeks that where you basically, you can't travel. Like you have to go every day at the doctor at 7 a.m. because they have to take your blood and then they see, depending on what are your numbers, then how much medicine you have to put yourself because you give yourself injections. Yes. So, yeah. um, which is um, not super fun. And I'm going to make a piece of art with them because I kept them. Like I kept all the sharps um, because it's kind of mind boggling after like you, you, they give you these little trash cans to, to put your sharps. And then yeah. when they start filling up, I would think like, holy, holy, like, I, I like I put inside of me all of these things and like there is something here like there is um there is something here yeah so I thought okay at one point I'm gonna save them and I am going to make some piece of art which I'm not ready yet to do it but I have them I have them and I moved twice with them and like I keep I keep them because I know that at one point I'm going to just do it and um, so I hired a team, we planned it. Um, I knew that I wanted to have kids. We both knew that we wanted to have kids. 
and I was getting to 40 and, you know, we needed to get on going and I had never been pregnant. So I didn't even know if I could get pregnant. Okay. So um, I went to the IVF doctor because I kind of assumed that being at 40, I should, you know, I don't know, like even if you can have kids at 40 and people will say, yeah, but you people are having babies at 50 and this yeah. and the other. And my doctor was telling me, look, this is um, what it takes to have a baby at 50. Like evolution hasn't, we haven't had much evolution for, you know, for humans in all of this time. Like it's not that the body changed suddenly, you know, like it is pretty hard to do. Yeah. And um, so I hired a team, I had trained them. I planned for when I was not gonna be able to travel because we travel a lot. We host many live events during the year. And I'm talking about 40, 50. So I used wow. to go most of them, right? And for that, I was not going to. So I started working different. I put in systems and um, I put in really a lot of automation and a team. And I started to replace myself doing a lot of things so I could have time because I knew that I wanted to have one, a pregnancy that was um, stress-free, that yeah. if I wanted to go to sleep, which I did in the first trimester at noon, I was in bed, okay? And I was done, like yeah. I was late. And then um, I just didn't know how it was gonna be. So I decided to um, put in all of the systems and like make it a business that could run without me and that I could just see certain things. So that's, um, that's, how I, that's how it was. And I'll tell you the first injection, like when I had to start it and I had to, like they make you practice, right? But then you don't practice in front of the nurse, like-, like Yeah, like, like you're doing to yourself, I know. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it, you know, on your own. So I wasn't even, my husband, he was traveling. It was one of the main uh, events that we do every quarter. So I didn't go to that one. And then we were on the phone when I was doing it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Boom, I just did it, I did it. And that's kind of how, how it was. And after, after injecting myself for the first time, um, then like it became, I could do it, but it never felt like a regular thing, you know? Sure. like like a normal thing, like, okay, now we're gonna do it. And you have to do it, even when once you're pregnant, like you have like, I think it's three more months of, of injections daily that you have really? to do. Yeah, in your butt. Oh, wow, okay, I didn't know that. Well, we never got to that point. So, I mean, I was able to harvest mm -hmm. some eggs. I did like the, you know, the eggs and all that. And um, oh, he, he was just so sick when we were gonna try to like go to the next stage his body wasn't producing any viable, you know, sperm. So, you know, I still have those eggs frozen, still hopeful. I'm 44. That's I'm, good. Yeah. That's very good that you have them. Yeah. So, so any advice for someone like myself, that's wanting, still wanting that and um, gone through a little bit of that process. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. Like all this stuff that you're going to do, like, like they don't tell you, what's happening like what's coming because nobody will do it right if they will tell you right if yeah. they show you oh you're gonna put on 
all of these hormone patches and all of these hormones you're going to inject yourself every day for five months. It's like, would you do it? No, you will say, I'm not doing it. But I'll tell you, it's absolutely worth it to do it. It is not, um, it's not painful. It's not, you should do it, you know? Oh yeah. No, I feel like that love that you, that you feel and that sacrifice that you make for your child is just going to be completely worth it no matter how you slice or dice it or anything like that so before we start wrapping things up tell mm-hmm. us about your podcast because you know that we're part of the same community and you know a lot of like the audience is a podcasters or podcast lovers so can you talk to us a little bit about that because I, I i love i love the concept yeah sure um in my podcast i uh do all of the concepts in the in my thinking about being an entrepreneur. So um, I explain about entropy, what I was explaining okay. to you. I, I see everything that I see with our clients that happen, that um, being a mom, uh, being an entrepreneur, having a husband, working in the business, a lot of physics, and a lot of things that I see that, that happen um, that I wish somebody would have told me yeah. That's what I talk about in the in the podcast. It's, oh. it's for business owners and parent, parents, business owners that are trying to grow and that they, I question my belief system. I question it, pretty much everything, why we grow, why we don't grow, why we get this good results, why we get these bad results. How do you fix it? And what happens when you're not up to it? What, what happens when you are you know, in a down? All of those things, I talk about it because those are things that I wish someone would have told me when I started or when I was going through the process and, and, and it's good to hear. Yeah, I love it, very good. And really quick, what, what's the name of it again and where can people find you? Sure, Loop Tropolis. L O P T R O P O L I S. Loop Tropolis. And are you streaming on all the major platforms? Yes, in all of them. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I'll put all those links in the, the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check her out. I think that you'll probably find a lot of value in what she's offering on her podcast. And plus, we want to support our fellow podcasters. You guys will tune into her show. Um, before we say goodbye, I mean, I could talk to you for hours because I think that you are fascinating and you're just incredibly smart. Any last words of wisdom or advice you want to leave for the audience? It can be in relation to business. It can be in relation to, to the you know babies or how, whatever, uh, physics, whatever you want to leave with the audience. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, I believe that I can create the world around me, no matter what the circumstances are, and that I Always, they are add options. Yeah. Uh, and what I would leave um, to the audience is that it is possible to create the world around you. That it is possible, and that if they are not where they want to be, they should, you know, have the guts to freaking do it. Yeah. Is this it? No, it's not. But you know, you it's worth it. Yes. Amen to that. I totally. I subscribe to that mindset. <clears throat> it's all about manifest manifestation. You know, you're the only limits you have are the ones that you put on yourself. And if you can push past those and believe that anything is possible, that you can create the life that you want, you can do it. It might not always look like how you want it to look, but at the end of the day, 
you will get there and it'll be what you wanted. So I love that very much. You have been awesome, Alejandro. I want, I don't want to let you go, but I got to let you go because I'm sure you're extremely busy. Um, but thank you very much for being a guest. This was so much fun and you're, I, you're welcome to come back anytime and share any new projects you have going on and any new fantastic things that you're doing with your life. Um, so thank you very much for sharing all your wisdom with the audience. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.